You're listening to the Live Free Now podcast, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. Find us online at livefreenow.show. And now your host, John Bush. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Live Free Now show, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. I'm your host, John Bush, and today we're joined by the one, the only, Ryan Manitti. I'm the Vice President of Sales here at Live Free Academy, and I'll be guiding you guys through my health journey and the health journey that hopefully you join us with coming up here in the next couple of months. Yeah, so some folks that are on our email list are probably aware we have a health summit that we're going to be doing uh, the beginning of December. Really excited about it. There's an all-star cast of uh, presenters that are going to be joining us. Ryan's going to share a lot about his personal experience. So I'm going to make sure that we're all fired off here and go live on Telegram. I'll let Mr. Ride Guy tell you a little bit more about what you can expect. Why don't you first just introduce yourself a little bit more for some of the audience if they're not familiar with you. When did you wake up? What's what's your story there, Mr. Ryan? Yeah, guys, absolutely. So I woke up back in 2018. You know, we call it waking up here in the truth community or conspiracy community, whatever you want to call it. Back in 2018, I started driving for FedEx and I just had all of this time to listen to podcasts. And at the time I was really into sports. So I would listen to football podcasts and I was also interested in finance. So I listened to a lot of Peter Schiff. And I just want to share real quick. He had an article written about him in the local town paper for being such an aggressive go-getting football player. Yep. I did win a state championship I was a captain of the football team back in high school, and we won a state championship as a team. So I don't don't want to say that I won the state championship. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yes, we we won a state championship, and I was a captain, and that was all well and great. But after that, I went to college for football, broke the same ankle twice, ended up uh, not having the relationship with my teammates that I wanted. My parents wanted me to live off campus, this whole thing, yada, yada, that y'all don't care about. But um, I care. it just wasn't, uh, it wasn't an ideal situation. So after I broke my ankle, the same ankle for the second time in six weeks, I decided that I was going to step away from football, which I had been playing for like the last 10 years up until that point. And I decided that I was just going to chill for a little bit and chill. I did. I chilled pretty hard, actually. Chilled on some whiskey. Yep. Chilled on some whiskey, chilled on some beers. Um, I used to have this thing called an office classic where I would sit and watch the office. Like every Sunday, I would watch the office for maybe eight, 10 hours and drink a bunch of Bush classics. That was my thing (laughs) because I only worked Saturday and Sunday for like six hours at a time. Why was it Bush Classic? That's a pretty, it's not the best beer, in my opinion. It's not. And well, to me, it's probably my favorite beer, although I, I'm not really? drinking, I'm not drinking much beer these days. But in terms of like the lower quality beers, in <laughs> <laughs> with like He's a low quality beer aficionado. <laughs> I, I I really am. I mean, you have your Miller Light, Bud Light, and uh Coors Light. Those are all trash. Then you have you have Keystone, which is also disgusting. Then you have Ice House, which is like my dad calls it rock gut. And then like a lot of the other beers. But then you get into the bushes. The bushes is actually pretty good. He a lot likes of people the bushes. A lot of people like bush light, but I'm I'm more of a bush classic guy myself. It's a little heavier. 
but uh, I think the taste is much better than the light. So I used to be a really big fan of Bush Classic. I me and my buddies would drink uh, Keystone Light. Mm. Keystone Light was one because we could drink like eighteen of them and just go go. It's go, like go. water. And then we had uh, Ice House for a little while. Six pack of Ice House because it's boys. like six percent because it's heavy. Yeah, and we want to get drunk. And then I was a Shiner Book <laughs> Shiner Bot guy. It's a classier beer here, like yeah. a local beer here in Texas. And then uh, finally, when I realized I was gluten free, which we'll talk about our health journeys and such, uh, that's when I switched to a Omission, which was a gluten free beer. Mm -hmm. But now I hardly ever drink. My lovely wife Rebecca had a bit of a drinking problem, which sounds like this guy for me <laughs> with his eight hour <laughs> office sessions, uh, drinking solo. No judgment, of course, but uh, she quit drinking and I wanted to be in solidarity with her. So every once in a while, me and Ryan will let loose on some whiskey, though, not going to lie. But but go ahead. You, I interrupted. You I will say, though, that the whiskey that we drink is from a regenerative farm. Yep. And it has crop rotation and all of the things. It's called Brothers Bond Whiskey. If you want to check it out, phenomenal whiskey. We love it. That's that's our go-to. So yeah, we, we do prefer high-quality ingredients like John was talking about with his gluten-free beer. I'm just not doing very much drinking these last couple of months because I've been really taking my health very seriously. But to pick up where I left off, I kind of got lost after football and I put on a good amount of weight. Well, I actually, I, I actually lost some weight because I was almost 260 pounds when I was playing football. And my coaches wanted me to weigh more because I'm only 5'10 and I was playing defensive tackle. And although I was really strong at the time, I was benching maybe 315 pounds, squatting about 450 pounds. I was a chunker. I was just, uh, I was a big guy. I was 5'10", 260, if you can imagine what that looks like. And I, I was fast, I was strong, but I didn't have the size. And honestly, my frame was maxed out at 260. My coaches wanted me to, to get to 270 and maybe even more. And I, I just physically couldn't put on that kind of weight. So after I stepped away from football, lost a little bit of weight just because my frame was maxed out. So naturally, I just kind of dropped 10 to 20 pounds um, after not eating like a madman. And then I went to school and then I really started. That's where I, I really started my journey. I was going to community college and I had a philosophy professor, really liked philosophy, took a lot of philosophy classes. And that's where I started questioning things, having alternative points of view, discovering philosophical concepts and thought experiments. And one of the early things was the food pyramid. And I realized and I learned that the food pyramid, after it was implemented back in the 60s or 70s, that obesity had skyrocketed after that. Now, I don't think that that's the only case. I think our use of pesticides and just our exercise habits have severely diminished from what they used to be. But yeah, definitely the government has been providing us false information on what to eat, saying that you should be eating. Now they're recommending Lucky Charms over grass-fed steak. I mean, that's <laughs> patently ridiculous. So fast forward to 2018, I started waking up, started listening to conspiracies and all that kind of stuff and forming my opinion around those at first you know i'm like the conspiracy junkie believing every single thing that i hear on these podcasts and then i would hear other podcasts saying no that's actually wrong and so you know when you first get in you're believing everything and then after that you're really just deciphering through the information and discovering what's actually true 
So then I started learning about pesticides and chemtrails and all of the other nefarious things that the government's doing to make us fat, sick, weak, tired. And I started just doing everything that I could to get that out of my diet. So now fast forward to today, I eat a Paul Saladino animal-based diet, which is just a bunch of meat and fruit. I don't eat that much honey. He's a big, big advocate of honey. Um, right now I am working with a personal trainer. My calories are capped at 1900 a day. So I can't really fit like a bunch of honey just because of its sugar content. Not saying that sugar from honey is bad. There is a time and a place for um, that amount of sugar, I think. But uh, just my current calories don't allow for that. So I also drink water out of glass bottles. Just try and limit as much plastic because microplastics are in everything. Also, drinking tap water is horrible for you uh, with all of the estrogenic compounds. And if you look inside of these lead pipes, sometimes that I mean, some of the pipes that are still flowing with water for our tap water are lead pipes that they used back in the 60s or 70s. I've seen that with all the buildup and stuff. Right, right. So the the contents of our tap water is pretty disgusting. So you want to be drinking out of glass bottles as much as you can. Water is really important. Uh, we just talked with Gerald Pollack about easy water slash structured water and how important that is for your mitochondria and your cells and for cell function. So water is a very key piece. There's a bunch of other things we could get into, but I'd like to kick it back over to John. And John, what, uh, what have you experienced throughout your health journey? You used to be a bit of a bigger guy as well. Used to be. <laughs> um, I just want to say, you know, Ryan, so we got this health summit coming up, right? And uh, we don't have a website for it just yet, but I'm going to share in the chat for those of you guys who are watching. Uh, we have an event where you can add it to your calendar. Uh, you can also sign up for our early bird list. You'll be the first one to be notified whenever we have new speakers uh, on board and whenever there's the actual ability to sign up for the formal website. I'm going to drop this here in the chat. Definitely check that out. Ryan is going to be leading and doing a bulk of the interviews and such on the health summit. And I'm going to be helping to present as well and helping to host, but I'm going to also be a student because one thing I'm really excited about Ryan here working with us as the VP of sales is, you know, he's somebody that motivates me. And I'm, you know, I don't work out every single day. I don't eat as healthy as Ryan, although, you know, we watch what we eat and we tend to eat almost all organic, but still we slip every once in a while. But still, I'm motivated and inspired by the guy because he definitely works it pretty consistently. We're both big fans of Jocko Willick, if anybody. I'd love to hear in the chat if you guys know who that is. He wrote this book, Extreme Ownership. He was a Navy SEAL, uh, but he's a total badass and he's got this concept of discipline equals freedom. So it's definitely something I'm trying to dial in uh, for sure, the discipline front. But uh, this health summit is going to really help inspire, empower, and motivate people. We'll talk a bit more about some of the speakers that we have. You mentioned Gerald Pollack uh, talking about water. But yeah, my health journey, I would party a whole lot and drink a whole lot and didn't really take good care of myself and uh, found myself with very, very low energy. And again, these are still some things that I struggle with today. So I'm really excited to learn from the cast of characters that we have that'll be joining us for the health summit. Uh, but I remember one key point in my health journey was the first time that I really explored alternative remedies. And that was, I had a really bad infection in my lungs and it was so bad that you know I couldn't even like get up off the couch. I was like 
bedridden on a couch. And anytime I would try to adjust my body, it was just excruciating pain. Well, we had a friend that was a naturopath and uh, went to see him and he told me to nebulize with colloidal silver. There's actually a mixture of colloidal silver, food grade hydrogen peroxide and distilled water. And I did that and you get the nebulizer, right? That kind of vaporizes whatever liquid you have in this little chamber. So I did that and literally in like 10 minutes, just 10 minutes of breathing in this vapor, it completely wiped out the pain and I continued to do it over the course of the evening and I was totally fine after that. That was a huge eureka for me about, it it was really empowering because I didn't have to go to a doctor. I didn't have to rely on any prescriptions or pharmaceuticals or anything like that. And I was able to heal myself. And so that was just like, wow, this is intense. So we leaned in to go in to visit this guy, Dr. Buckley. We've invited him to speak at the health summit, by the way. We need to formalize that and, and get everything squared away. But he is he does energy medicine, all sorts of cool stuff. He could also talk to us about how to navigate this stupid medical licensing stuff because he was a chiropractor, but because of some of his practices that are totally legit, but not in the eyes of the medical boards, they didn't like that. And then he did like a, a doctor of pastoral medicine. So it was like a first amendment protected thing. He was a pastor. Uh, then he actually got a license with a native American tribe as well. Really cool guy. I'm looking forward to hearing his story. Anyway, he was like, Hey, cause I had these aches, like just random aches here and there. I just wasn't comfortable in my own body. And he said, we should put you on a paleo diet, strict, strict, strict paleo for one month to kind of give your body a bit of a reset. And then once that month is up, you just slowly but surely start adding stuff back. And that's when I discovered that I had a gluten intolerance. I actually remember drinking a wheat beer. It was called Blue Moon. I drank a wheat beer. And after one beer, I felt absolutely terrible and hungover and then tried bread a couple of days later and realized, okay, I got a gluten intolerance. But I think one of the things that a lot of people are lacking when it comes to health is just an overall consciousness and awareness of what it is that they're putting putting in their body. What, what do you think, Ryan? I think a lot of people in general just go through, like they just carry out a program, the food pyramid. That's what we learned in school to eat the, eat, eat the food on this pyramid. How important is it and how important has it been for you to just be mindful of what it is that you eat and check out the labels on the back of the bag rather than just consuming anything because it tastes good or because you're hungry? Absolutely. And, um, you know, early on, one of the biggest pieces of health advice that I heard was if you're going grocery shopping, do all of your shopping outside of the aisles. Don't go into the aisles because there's (laughs) typically no real food there. Hmm. So a a lot of times if you are going into the aisles, like one thing that I like to do, I like to have uh, this recovery drink and it has fantastic ingredients, but all the other recovery drinks right next to it, they either have sucralose, aspartame, all of these kinds of crazy ingredients that are going to harm you long-term. There've actually been several studies recently showing that aspartame, which is kind of a debate in the health community right now, like how bad is it for you actually? But there's been some recent studies showing that it downregulates your thyroid gland, which regulates your body fat. So while you, you're thinking you're drinking a Diet Coke and it's got zero calories, oh, it's got zero calories. I can just drink as much Diet Coke as I want. Hmm. Meanwhile, it's downregulating your thyroid, which is impairing your ability, your body's ability to regulate your body fat. So I don't know if you guys have seen, 
but usually there's a lot of he really heavy folks drinking Diet Coke and you wonder why. So they think that they're doing something helpful, but because of the ingredients of the Diet Coke, it is actually impairing their health. And there's so many things like this. You go to the grocery store, just flip over the ingredient label, look for red 40, yellow five, blue four, like all of these different things, they all impact your health. They all have an impact on your libido and different organ function. So it's really important that you, that you make yourself abreast of these things. Another thing to look out for is carrageenan. Um, I recently just found a cottage cheese that has no carrageenan that they're selling at my local grocery store. So I'm very happy about that. But a lot of these foods that we're accustomed to have bioengineered food products in them that are making us a lot sicker and a lot less healthy. So we need to be aware of those going forward. We do have excellent speakers that are going to be touching on some of those ingredients at the Exit and Build Health Summit. Another really important thing in terms of habits is getting an adequate amount of sunlight. Yesterday, I spoke with Jackie Jolie, who's going to be speaking in our health summit, and she was just talking about the importance of getting your eyes on early morning sunlight, something that you would never really think about, but it actually helps a ton with melatonin production later at night. The earlier you get your eyes on the sun, the more melatonin your body makes when you're going to bed. Hmm. It's kind of counter counterintuitive. Was there studies that found that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Wow. And Andrew Huberman from the Huberman Lab podcast, probably the most well-known health podcast there is at the moment. He talks a lot about this. He's a Stanford neurobiologist, or maybe just a neurologist, maybe not neurobiologist, but a neurologist, Stanford neurologist. And um, you know, Jackie Jolie, she had significant health issues. And she decided to just go full bore into the sunlight thing. And she has, to this day, she's never felt healthier. She's never felt more exuberant. And all of her energy is back. She doesn't even need coffee, although she still likes to drink it from time to time, especially during stressful situations like she just moved. But really increasing your, the amount of sunlight and decreasing the amount of bad in food ingredients in your diet and another really simple, easy thing that you can do to drastically improve your health is just eat real food. <laughs> yeah, the less ingredients that you have in your diet and in what you're eating, the healthier you're going to be. So if you're just eating, for me, like a steak and then raspberries, there's only two ingredients there. There's beef and then there's raspberries. And then you look at somebody else, you know, th that's like my typical breakfast. But if you look at someone else, you know, typically they're eating Lucky Charms, Fruit Loops, Tricks, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Reese's Puffs. I mean, there's a laundry list of ingredients and most of them are bioengineered yeah. food products. I saw a meme with a picture of a grocery cart and it had all the breakfast sweets and it was like, you give this to your kid in the morning and then you expect them to behave or to sit in one place all day at school. It's no wonder they're acting out. And then people come in and prescribe Ritalin and stuff and the kids are pumped full of red 40 and drinking. So like a soda has like 40 to 50 grams of sugar. I can't even imagine. I'm not a big sugar guy. Um, I eat a lot of fruit. I'm a big apples guy, but desserts I try to avoid unless I'm splurging on a birthday or something, but I could feel it in my body since I cut back substantially. And like you're saying, the standard American diet is just chock full of so much garbage. Um, first of all, where did you get, cause you're very knowledgeable on the health stuff. 
Um, is it true? I always give Ryan a hard time because he's a big podcast guy. But is it the case that like most of this knowledge just came from just slamming reputable podcasts? It it is true. I mean, I listened to a lot of Ben Greenfield, um, Thomas DeLauer, Chris Kresser. Are, those are all fantastic outlets. Um, so I, I've really experimented a lot. Um, I've always been on the meat side of things. I have listened to a lot of vegan podcasts, you know, people exploring veganism and stuff. And I just, in my personal opinion, I know a lot of people that, that are thriving on it, especially Derek Bros, Derek Bros and his partner, Miriam. They seem to be doing very, very well on a vegan diet. But uh, I just think that in a long-term setting, there's just too many nutritional deficiencies to keep that up. So I do recommend animal products in in your diet for for a completely healthful diet. I think animal products are a necessity. But specifically beef, right? Why is beef so much superior to the other types of meat? There's a lot of vitamins. Like there was actually a recent study done on ribeyes in particular, and mm. one ribeye has all of the daily vitamins that you need, vitamins and nutrients that you need in just one ribeye. Ribeyes are a fantastically flavorful cut of meat just because of all of the fat and the marbling. It's it's one of the most uh, marbled pieces of meats, and that's why it's so coveted as a cut. But it has all of this vitamin A, vitamin K, vitamin B, and even vitamin C. So a lot of people are like, oh, you're carnivore. You must, you're going to get scurvy, you know, like if you're only eating muscle meats. But there's actually a, there's actually a decent amount of vitamin C in just a, a cut of ribeye. So you can get everything that you need in just red meat. A lot of people think that meat is just protein and fat, but it actually has a lot of vitamins. Not to mention, you could also do more of a nose to tail kind of approach with uh, like I do, I take desiccated beef organs supplements. So I take about six capsules a day of desiccated beef organs. What's desiccated mean? Desiccated is just dried out. Okay. So they're they're dried out and powderized and put into a capsule. And so I I take those because I don't really have the the stomach for liver. I mean, liver's all right, but uh, it's it is pretty unpalatable. So, uh, yeah, I, I think red meat is, is perfectly okay for a healthy diet. Not even just okay. I mean, I think it's very advantageous to your health to be eating red meat every single day. Right on. Uh, if you're just joining us, uh, shout out to our audience on Facebook, on YouTube, and especially on Odyssey. Uh, we're talking with Ryan Nitty. He's the VP of sales here at Live Free Academy, and he is going to be playing a major role in our upcoming Exit and Build Health Summit, right? So if you're familiar with our work here at Live Free Academy, we have done uh, the Exit and Build Land Summit, which was all about exiting the city, buying land, and building community in the country. So this whole exit and build strategy is about exiting systems, institutions, ideas that we disagree with that aren't serving us and building new ones. It's a very proactive thing, right? It's not like let's lobby Congress to pass this legislation to label all of the food that's genetically modified. Uh, instead, it's Let's build relationships and communities and connect with local farmers and go eat food and help our community to eat good food that we know is not GMO because we talked to the farmer and shook his hand, right? So the exit and build health thing is exiting the terrible food, exiting reliance on the center aisles at the grocery store, like Ryan said, exiting reliance on pharmaceuticals, 
Also, exiting the dependency on the word of MDs as though it's gospel and building a sense of authority within oneself. That's something that really bothers me because there's people, one of the motivations that I have for for helping to do this summit and one of the things that I'm hoping to get out of it is uh, people that are close to me that are really sick right now, not like deathly sick or anything, but are dealing with some disease. And I just get frustrated because not only is the common American diet leading to a lot of those problems, but then when something arises within people, their first instinct is to go to the doctor. And unfortunately, doctors and MDs are all about reactive medicine. And then it's the same thing as a drug dealer. They get you on the comeback and it turns into this scenario where the symptoms are the only thing being treated. They're not trying to strike the root cause of what's going on. And that's one of the big lessons I learned from working with Dr. Buckley, our naturopath. It was always like, forget the symptoms are just signals and information. We need to get to the the root of this, which more often than not is some sort of imbalance and overgrowth, a lack of vitamins or minerals in your system. And it always would come down to diet and, and eating, basically supplementation and what are you eating? And of course, exercise, which, which is a big piece. So I'm really excited for our summit to help expose that. And the quality of speakers that we're bringing on, very reputable, uh, some doctors, some not doctors, some doctors with a PhD, but I'm hoping that the people that are in our audience already that get it are going to take their health more seriously because this whole exit and build thing, like I said, it's a challenge to build a new world, which is literally what we're trying to do at Live Free Academy and the Freedom Cell Network, this whole exit and build community thing. We're trying to spin off a bunch of intentional communities of freedom people trading amongst ourselves and eventually completely decoupling uh, from these tyrannical technocratic systems. That's our mission. It's going to take a lot of work. I mean, even managing our 10-acre homestead takes a lot of work and a lot of people. And if you're in poor health, if you're sick, if you're low energy, if you're low T, let's talk about T here in a sec. <laughs> if you're low T, then you're not going to be able to get it done. And you're going to be kind of in a sludgy spot, just focused on like, I don't feel good today. And I got another doctor appointment. So I'm hoping people in our community that already know the New World Order is, you know, controlling a bunch of aspects of, of human society and they know that the MD, the big pharma medical conspiracy is taking place. I'm hoping that we can light a fire under those people's butts, myself included. And I'm hoping that for people that are more mainstream, maybe they'll be they'll learn some different perspectives and we'll kind of start to have a little less trust in the medical doctors or at the very least not just taking their word as truth just because the doctor said it. That's something that's that bothers me. What do you think there, Mr. Right Guy? Yeah, a lot of people place false authority in doctors. And it, it turns out that a lot of doctors, they don't even keep up on the latest research. And it just so happens that it, it's usually around like 12 years from what wins the Nobel Prize to what's actually incorporated into modern medical science. So a lot of doctors aren't even paying attention to the latest research. I guarantee if you went into a, a doctor's office and you started explaining, oh, what about um, fasting insulin levels and it like honey's effect on fasting insulin? And they're just like, what, what, what are you talking about? Honey, honey has too much sugar. Don't eat honey. All these kinds of things. It's like, oh, what? A, and honey's like a superfood. Honey is absolutely a superfood. As long as you're getting locally grown organic honey and 
hopefully it wouldn't have any pesticides or herbicides in it. Mm. So in the most ideal world, you would get honey that is pesticide and herbicide free, which is really hard to know because bees go everywhere. They mm. have like a three mile radius. Um, so who, who's to say where they're actually going? So it's really hard to know. But if you have a large enough area like Paul Saladino in Costa Rica, he's up in the mountains. And so his neighbors that have honey from their bees they can say with authority, hey, man, we're up in the mountains. These bees aren't going anywhere with pesticides. This is pesticide-free honey. So that is the most ideal way to get your honey. But, uh, you know, obviously the, the best we can do, just get local honey, organic honey, the, the best that you can find. Um, we're lucky that we have a lot of uh, bee producers around our area that have- We have bees at the property. We, we haven't have gotten any honey from it yet, though. Bees at the property. We got to scale up our honey production. That would be awesome if we were, if we were getting our own honey. We do have a new bee guy that's going to be helping us with all of that stuff. So hopefully- we got a bee guy. Hopefully we can start getting those systems in place. But yeah, to, to talk a little bit about testosterone- that's one thing that's really, really important. And in terms of what John was talking about with being healthy enough to exit and build, you know, our whole thing is the exit and build land summit, right? Well, now we're going to be doing the exit and build health summit. One thing that's really, really important, especially for males is testosterone levels. I remember when I was working at my other job, I was drinking every single day. I was drinking 300 milligrams of caffeine, a caffeine drink with a ton of sucralose, then I was coming home, picking up Chick-fil-A on the way home, which is fried <laughs> in peanut oil, which is a seed oil. And now we're learning about the deleterious effects of all of the seed oils People in our think diet. Chick-fil-A is like one of the more healthy. Um, I mean, I maybe relative to McDonald's and such, but what are your thoughts? I'll, I'll let you keep on. Sorry. Go right, ahead. right. So, I mean, with Chick-fil-A in particular, it's fried in peanut oil and peanut oil is a seed oil. So at the end of the day, regardless of how healthy you, you think that it is, I mean, the bun, I'd love to see the ingredients in the bun. I guarantee a bunch of bioengineered food products. I guarantee that their tomatoes and their lettuce that they have. One, we're finding out that a lot of lettuce isn't even real lettuce. It's not even <laughs> heads of lettuce. It's just made in a factory. So I'd love to even know if the lettuce that they're using is even real. And then two, I'd love to know the tomatoes that they're using, if they're organic. I guarantee that they're not. So in terms of healthy fast food, it's kind of a misnomer. There's no such thing. So I, I wouldn't say that Chick-fil-A. Well, Chipotle, if you consider Chipotle fast Chipotle food. Chipotle uses seed oils as well in, with cooking their chicken and all of their meats. So it, it's just another thing. I have a relative. One Re thing One thing throughout, too, I saw this great meme. And it was kind of like a middle path, right? And so I think one of the things that gets people hung up on diets and eating well and 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 being healthier fitness, right, is like there's an assumption that you got to go 110%, right? Uh, so like when you first start exercising, you got to go every single day, blah, 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 or you got to cut all this nonsense that you've been eating and blah, blah, blah. I think in order to bridge the gap, it's a good idea to take baby steps, you know? So if you do, you know, let's say you work during the day and you don't have access to food. And I mean, ideally you pack your lunch if you really don't have control, but you were going to the Wendy's down the street and you switch from the Wendy's to the Chipotle, right? You know, so like baby steps, improvement. I always like to look at it kind of like a, uh, a spectrum. So on the one hand, you have total crap health. You're just eating crap. You're totally pumped up 
full of pharmaceuticals, no exercise. And then on the other hand, you have Ryan. (laughs) Extreme, working out every single morning, count your calories, very, very, very serious about what you put in your body. The idea is like, you got to start working this way. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you at least go part way. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I definitely see that perspective. And uh, there is a time and a place for just taking your time, going through going through, you know, going down the stairs, if you will, you know, at the top of the stairs, you're eating McDonald's every day. And if you switch to Chipotle, there's no doubt that that's a healthier alternative. But there have actually been studies done that people who make a swath of changes all at once are actually more likely to stay on track. Hmm. So if they make feel a difference, right, you make an overwhelming amount of changes. That's why 75, 75 hard was so popular. Hmm. It's eating real food. It's exercising twice a day. It's reading a book. People are feeling real drastic improvements at the end of the 75 days that they did not feel before. And if you just want to tiptoe and you want to go from McDonald's to Chipotle or you want to go from McDonald's to Chick-fil-A and then Chipotle, your results are only going to take way longer and you're still going to be pumping yourself full of seed oils. Now, again, what, what I wanted to talk about was testosterone, especially for us males. I was drinking sucralose in my energy drink every single day. I was eating Chick-fil-A on the way home. And then for dessert, me and my girlfriend loved crumble cookies, which I mean, the cookies are like crack. If you ever go to crumble cookies, they have different kinds every single week. And so they get you on that, right? So every week has new flavors and you're always like, I got to go try the new flavors. So I was way over consuming sugar. I was eating a ton of seed oils with Chick-fil-A and I was drinking sucralose. And I wondered why I would wake up in the morning, dog tired, like I got slapped in the face, had to drag myself out of bed, pull myself out the door into the car to go to work. And then at three o'clock when I would get home, because I would usually leave for work at like four o'clock in the morning and people might be like, oh, well, that's why you were tired. But I mean, I did it every single day. So when I would get home at three o'clock, I, I would just be absolutely beat up. I wasn't the boyfriend that I needed to be for my girlfriend at the time. And I was just exhausted. I just wanted to lay on the couch. I just wanted to watch something, scroll on my phone and zombie out. And I wasn't, I wasn't even working out. I wasn't, I wasn't exercising at all. And I couldn't, every time I started to exercise, I would just fall right back into the same old routine of sitting on the couch, eating Chick-fil-A and crumble cookies. And so it, when I started really making these huge changes in my life of eating more meat, eating fruit, going, having a uh, detailed regimen of going to the gym all the time and drinking right now, I'm drinking Jocko Go energy drinks, which have no sucralose, no aspartame, and they actually have monk fruit extract, which is an organic compound used to sweeten things. It's Good actually drink. even sweeter than sugar. Jocko Jocko. Everybody Rocco. <laughs> so you're saying go all in. That's your approach. I think that people should try to go all in. The, the studies support that you're actually going to be more committed if you make overwhelming amounts of changes. You can try the tiptoe approach. People do have success with it. But I just think that you're delaying the results that you inevitably want, whether it's health, fitness, body image, all those kinds of things. Uh, you're, you're just delaying your results. Right on. All right. If we have, uh, let's see if we have anybody in the chat here. 
Looks like we got uh, Robert Cooper. Evening, John. We're excited. We're exited England and started to build community here in Portugal. Slowly now trying to build farming co-ops. Oh, I love to hear that there, Mr. Cooper. That seems like quite the upgrade to go from England to Portugal. I know England is not very friendly to freedom. There's our girl, Vanessa, Vanessa, Vanessa. B-guy. It's always good to have a B-guy. Everybody needs a B-guy. We're going to be wrapping up here pretty soon, guys. If you have any questions, uh, please feel free to drop them in the chat. We are monitoring the chat on YouTube, on Facebook, and, of course, on uh, Odyssey as well. And I do want to shout out. Check this out, right, guy? We got, uh, we're going live on Telegram. We got Daniel that just joined, and Amos is in the house as well. There is a way to actually stream from Restream to this, so it's the higher quality thing. But mm. I just wanted to fire that up uh, as we were going here. Looks like we have uh, Lily, who's building a commune in uh, OMAC, Washington. Excellent, excellent. Love to hear that. You guys are doing great work, and we're really grateful for you guys uh, to be a part of our community. So, again, if you have any questions, feel free to ask them. We are monitoring the chat on Odyssey on um YouTube and on Facebook as well. And uh, the point of our call today, I wanted to get some FaceTime here with Ryan. A lot of times he's behind the scenes, although if you've called in and asked questions here at Livery Academy for any of our variety of products and offers and workshops, uh, Ryan may have been the guy to help you out. He's going to be taking more of a center stage role in leading, and he's done a lot of behind the scenes work to organize the workshop as well. And um, I know him pretty well because he's here at the office all the time. Uh, and I'm always barging into his office and messing with him. But uh, just from this interview alone, the guy's got a wealth of knowledge too. So if you have any questions about health stuff, uh, feel free to ask here before we wrap up. Do make sure you subscribe to this channel on YouTube, on Odyssey. Make sure you like it as well so we can get higher up in those algos. I don't even think we've said the V word. So maybe that'll help us as well. Mm. Well, John, I know that uh, you're struggling with mindset for your health and fitness journey. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, mindset is of the critical importance. And here at Live Free Academy, we have the Live Free Academy Empowerment Framework. Notice how I completely dogged on you. <laughs> I know you're struggling with mindset. What do you even mean by that? <laughs> I was just messing around. Because John is, uh, he got on the path for like two or three weeks. We were running consistently together. He was eating better. He was staking out. And then now he's, he's kind of fallen back. He's off the running train. I, I have to run by myself now. So that's kind of why I was poking fun. Well, it's a struggle. <laughs> I'm just having trouble with the consistency. And so it's not a question of like, am I convinced that it's going to help? It's a it's an imbalance, I guess. So I, I definitely recognize too when it comes to working compared to you know being with the kids, being present with the kids, being with the wife and working on my health just all in on the work stuff. And so I'm currently trying to recalibrate that and shift because at the end of the day, the more alignment you are, the more in alignment you are with all of that stuff, the better each one of those areas can be. So definitely trying to get back on that, on that gravy train. Um, but the mindset piece is a big part of it. And just making that commitment as well. You want to talk about discipline? Because that's one thing I noticed. Like, this guy's so disciplined. It must have come from the football days or whatever. But the more disciplined you are, the more you're able to execute on your goals, even if it's challenging. And there's this expression from this guy, Jocko, the same guy that makes those drinks. Uh, Jocko, Jocko, everybody, Rocco. Shout out, Jocko, if you're watching. We'd love to have you speak at the Health Summit. <laughs> but it's discipline equals freedom. And that's actually something because I struggle with sleep as well and uh, use melatonin, right? And I'm in this 
quagmire where it's like coffee in the morning and here I'm having a pollen burst drink. It's a healthy B vitamin drink, but it still has caffeine, like tea, green tea extract. And then at night I use melatonin and I just got this one that has five milligrams melatonin, which is like a moderate amount. It has uh, ashwagandha. It has, uh, what's the real smelly one? That, uh, it has valerian root. Valerian root, the smelly one that smells like feet. And it's so damn strong that I felt grog. I feel groggy in the morning. Usually I'm at least able to get up and roll and get the coffee and get moving pretty quick. But uh, that mantra has been playing in my head when I'm laying down. The alarm goes off. I hit snooze once. And then I'm like, oh, I'm st- I still feel groggy from this. And then there it is. Discipline equals freedom. You don't want to get out of bed. Get your ass out of bed. Why when don't you, you don't want to hammer the project? You <laughs> hammer, hammer the project. The project. So why don't you share about uh, how important discipline is, and then speci- specifically, how do you cultivate that discipline? Because I think ultimately, that's what's lacking for me. That that discipline of, of getting me to to get going and make it a habit. Right. Absolutely. And uh, I don't want to paint any pictures here that I'm some some beacon of resiliency and discipline. He's and really I, a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's, that's actually the real truth. But, uh, <laughs> I've struggled my, this, this whole fitness journey that I've been on, I've struggled. And I talked a little bit about this this morning. I just did a small video after my, uh, almost four mile jog that I did this morning. You're doing videos now on your Instagram or what? Uh, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to throw it up on my Instagram, but I I was just thinking about this, that, uh, I've, I've gone through a lot of yo-yos in my time. You know, I, when I first dropped a ton of weight, I went from like 260 to 205 and people didn't even recognize me. And then I ballooned back up to 240 because I don't know. It's definitely a discipline thing. I don't want to make any excuses. It's definitely a discipline thing. But when I was a little kid, my dad has always kind of been a huge asshole. But I mean, now we have a great relationship. But um, before he used to be a huge ass. And he after football practice, when I was a kid, I was like eight, nine, 10 years old. He would take me to McDonald's or Burger King or Wendy's. So like the quality time that I spent with my dad Mm. was at these establishments eating fast food, eating food that made me bigger. I've always been like a bigger kid, bigger guy. So I I always thought of it as like a treat or like comforting. And so um, every time I would diet down, I would have the discipline to knock off a bunch of weight. I'd always go back to these comfort foods, these things that made Mm. me feel safe, something that uh, was special to me. I spent quality time with my dad at these places. So That's some good deep work there, Ryan. Do you realize that? Right. So I I would – I would constantly go back to these kinds of foods. And even now to this day, like it, it's still a challenge every single day. You know, I have cravings and I'd, I'd like to go to Chick-fil-A because I mean, let's, let's be honest with each other. I mean, even though Chick-fil-A has maybe like fake lettuce and inorganic uh, tomatoes and they cook in seed oils, hmm. it's amazing. It's Very gas. As, as we like to say, John always makes fun of me for being a millennial and gas, you know, good as SH. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, it, I mean, the foods are hyper palatable and that's by design. They do a bunch of studies to, to make sure that all of the neurons in your brain are firing for the maximum of amount of dopamine for each bite. You know, there's, there's scientists that are literally congregating and conspiring to make sure that you are addicted to their food 
McDonald's, Burger King, all of the big boys, they all hire these food uh, psychologists to make sure that they have the most hyper palatable foods. Wow. So that's why you have to be as disciplined as possible. And the easiest way I can think of to describe it is every single day, your health and fitness goals are taking one step in front of you. So if you don't take two steps by exercising and keeping your nutrition right, so you make sure you stay in front of them and that you can achieve them, you're going to fall behind. Every single day that you stay on the couch, that you just go to work, go through the motions, come back home, scroll on your phone, watch Netflix, and you're not going for a walk, going for a jog, eating the right foods throughout the day, your health is going to take a step in front of you. By the end of the week, that's seven steps. By the end of the month, that's 30. The end of the year, that's 365 steps in front of you. If you slouch for the whole year, now it's going to take a long, long time for you to reach those health and fitness goals if you've just been slouching around for a year. So some people are thousands of steps behind. Mm. But the thing is, is that the journey of a thousand miles of 10,000 miles starts with a single step. So just get on the plan, get on the path. As Jocko says, a lot of people fall off the path and then they think to themselves, especially me, I used to bench 315 pounds. And when I got completely off the path, let myself go. And then getting back under 135, which is 145 on each side. You know, I used to like warm up with that. I mean, I could throw it in the air. It hits the ceiling. And it comes back down, you know, and, and then I'm struggling with 135. I used to, I used to bench three, pl they're called plates, you know, in, in workout parlance. Um, I used to bench three plates on each side and now I'm struggling with one on each side. Like how far I've fallen. But the great thing is, is muscle memory. The strength will come back. Everything will come back. Just get back on the path. Cause if not, you're going to be falling behind one step at a time and you need to be taking two steps every single day. Nice, Brian. Look at this guy. That was a great little spiel. As you're saying that, I'm like, this is going to be a real. <laughs> I think Vanessa might still be watching. Cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, yeah, Ryan uh, takes this seriously, takes his health seriously. He takes his health knowledge seriously. And as you can see, he's a pretty passionate guy. Um, Live Free Academy is a business, but it's rooted in activism. And uh, we have a compassionate heart trying to help ourselves, but also help those in our freedom community. And as I said earlier, part of our mission is to help people to feel better, to have greater energy so they can more effectively exit and build. Because it's going to take a lot of work to turn this crazy, like, dark, satanic. So let's not get Ryan started on the Satanism in, in society. I'll but, go all day. But uh, well, I don't have to be a next show. Um, we uh, we definitely want to help people get the power, internal power, uh, to, to turn this around. Uh, shout out to Daniel watching on Telegram. He says, investing in yourself is like compound interest. It adds up over time. Excellent. Love that. Appreciate that. And then neighbor says, and knew it, Sewopitis. Not sure uh, what that means. Uh, it looks like Latin. Uh, aspiring inverse YGL, San Antonio, Texas. Excellent. Shout out, neighbor. Uh, thanks for being a big part of the Freedom Cell community. So, all right. Any parting words there, Mr. Rage? I'm going to drop this link again. Uh, again, let me just share the screen here so you can see what this is. I want to invite you guys to head on over. Uh, to livefree.academy slash event, livefree.academy slash event slash exit dash and 
dash build dash health dash summit. You'll be able to see that there in all the chats, whether you're on YouTube, we'll share it there on our Lipper Academy channel as well. If you're watching one of the, the few that's watching there on Lipper Academy. So uh, head on over here. And uh, as you can see, the summit will be five days. It's completely virtual December 6th through the 10th. Uh, you can join our waiting list. Just enter your name, email address here, and uh, then you'll be the first to be notified whenever we're adding new speakers, whenever we have any updates, and you can also add it to your calendar as well. Any uh, parting words there, Mr. Ryan? Yeah, all I got to say is that um, I'm pouring everything that I have into this health summit to deliver actionable information. I know that we get a lot of uh, BS today from health authorities. You know, obviously, we can't trust the World Health Organization, the World Economic Forum, all, all of these entities, the NIH, all of these entities that are trying to tell us what we need to do to be healthy. We know that we can't trust these entities anymore. So what do we actually do to be healthy? That's what we're trying to tackle in this health summit. And also, in order to build the future and to exit the smart cities and all these kinds of things, we have to be healthy because like I was lethargic on the couch, that will happen to you as well. And I, I did not have the energy to go out and build and network with other freedom folks. So that's what we're trying to teach people to do is be healthier, build this, the future that you want and how to take actionable and practical steps to improve your health every single day. So I hope that you guys will join us December 6th through the 10th. Uh, I'm putting a lot behind it, so, and the rest of the team is is supporting. So we're going to be definitely crushing, and we we hope that you join us. Excellent. Crush Fest, ladies and gentlemen, December 6th through the 10th. That's Ryan Manitti, VP of Sales here at Live Free Academy, and he's also quite the health buff. Uh, he's a pretty buff guy too. So, uh, he's going to be dropping some knowledge and it's not just Ryan. We're going to be inviting an incredible cast of characters. There's some really big names that we have in the works to present to you guys. So again, we'll share the link in the show notes. If you're listening to the podcast, we're going to be kicking this podcast up more regularly. Just bear with us. We'll find that groove and you can expect to get really great content from the live free now show, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use for the free, prosperous and healthy life until next time. Peace and freedom, everybody. Bye. See y'all. Later. <laughs>